live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Cape Complainers. Joining me as always are my very good friends, uh, Devin, Flippo, and Reed, and Tim will be joining us shortly. Uh, today we have a very special guest with us, the Bourbon Sommelier, Mr. John Meisinger. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great, Greg. How are you? He's a sommelier. He's a sommelier. All right. I'm whatever A you want me to be. <laughs> All right. Well, first, I would like uh, first I would want to get us started with a little bit of trivia. Uh, today's topic, of course, is bourbon and Tarantino. Uh, we're going to be doing a little bit of bourbon tasting with our sommelier John. He is going to be tasting some stuff. Other people are drinking. I am not. Uh, but let's get the trivia going. Ooh. Question okay. number uh, question number one wait, will go to wait, wait are these are these Tarantino questions? They or are, are these bourbon questions. They're Tarantino questions. They will be you pretty obvious with, after he asked the question. Come up with some bourbon questions. Um, I did not because I don't know enough about bourbon, and that's why John is here. Like He's going to teach us. Like which bourbon goes best with a PB and J? Yeah, John. What bourbon goes good with a PB and J? First question. Um, well, for a PB&J, I'd actually probably go Basil Hayden uh, uh, Caribbean Rye. It's finished in rum casks. So uh, it's got a little bit of like a brown sugar, like like a burnt brown sugar note to it. So I'd probably go that. Are you just throwing words together? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you form sentences. <laughs> actually, All right. actually, John's wrong. It's milk. Milk goes best with PB and J. Mm. All right. Well, let's get the question. question. Let's get the let's get the trivia going. Let's get the trivia going. Okay. Uh, Question number one will go to Devin. All right. I would actually like to jump in. uh, Chocolate milk. But okay, go ahead. Oh, okay. John wins. All right. What movie was the first feature film Quentin Tarantino directed? Was it Four Rooms, Pulp Fiction, or Reservoir Dogs? Are we just jumping in, or no? It's for Devin. Oh. I said pulp fiction, like the juice. It is not pulp fiction. All right, we will go to read. Is it Four Rooms or Reservoir Dogs? This is one that he directed? Yes, it was his first feature film that he directed. Ooh, feature film. I say Reservoir Dogs. Is it Reservoir Dogs? It is Reservoir Dogs, so that is one point for read. Now we will go on to John. Uh, True or false, Tarantino has appeared in every film in which he is the primary director. Uh, Yeah, that's true. It is true. That is one point for John. I have the ceiling fan on and the freaking fan is blowing my papers all around the place. Uh, But it's it's hot as hell in here if I don't have it on. Okay. This next question is for Flippo. Okay. But I got it right. Yes, you did. Um, I like Greg made that comment about it being hot in hell in here, so someone would be like, oh, Greg, because you're so hot. Oh, uh, that's not that's why I said it. Well, then um, you jump for it. it. Damn it. You just fell for it. <laughs> okay, Flippo. Uh, Flippo, who kills Vincent Vega in Pulp Fiction? Is it mm. Butch, Jules, or Marcellus Wallace? What, what was the... Who kills Vincent Vega in Pulp Fiction? Is it Butch, Jules, or Marcellus Wallace? Uh, it is Butch. 
It is Butch. Ooh, wow. You know ah, a lot more tar- Tarantino than I thought. All right. Not me. I don't know shit. Yeah. Let's see. All right. Reed got lucky. So, all right. We are tied. Everyone has a point except for Devin. But now we are back to Devin. Ooh. Okay. No, Devin sucks. What, gr- what group <laughs> was the bride originally a member of in Kill Bill? <laughs> was it the Steelers Wheel? The Serpent Society? Or the Deadly Viper Assassination Squad. You can just um, skip to just, me, Greg. Just because it's cool, I'm going to say the last one. <laughs> is it Deadly Viper Assassination Squad? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Ooh, who's on the board who got a chance? All right, next one. Have- uh, next one is for Reed. I'm on the board. I have a chance. Uh, on which movie, based on a Saturday Night Live sketch... Uh, was Tarantino an uncredited writer? Was it Coneheads, Wayne's World, or It's Pat? What was that last one? It's Pat. Like it's Pat Blue Ribbon? <laughs> no, it was like this character uh, on SNL. Uh, I want to say uh, Wayne's World. It is not Wayne's World. John... Uh, which oh, movie? No yeah, which nice. movie is based on a Saturday Night Live sketch? Was uh, that Tarantino I, I, was an uncredited writer? I remember, I remember the question. Oh. Is it Coneheads? It is not Coneheads. Flippo. Is it the last one? <laughs> yes, it is the last one. <laughs> it was. It's Pat. All right, so Flippo. Do I automatically get that point? Yeah, no, you don't automatically get the point. All right, um, Flippo, your question. Um, although Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez collaborated on Grindhouse, which segment did Tarantino primarily write? Who is breaking dishes? It's Amanda. Does she hate this podcast? You know what? We're changing the topic. Why does Amanda hate this podcast? Why is Django freed from slavery in Django Unchained? Is it because he knows where the fortune of gold is from a train robbery? Uh, Schultz, uh, who frees him, is a self-described militant abolitionist, or he knows the identities of the outlaw Brittle Brothers? Uh, He knows the identities. Yeah, that is correct. So now Flippo Yay. is in the lead. Uh, for Tim. Um, yes, for Tim. Uh, who do they call in to clean up the car in Pulp Fiction? Is it Butch, the Doctor, or the Wolf? I believe. And uh, don't quote me if I'm wrong on this, because I will change my answer. I think it's the whole the point wolf. is that you are quoted. <laughs> that is correct. It is the wolf. All right. So Flippo and Tim are tied. So now we're going to do a tiebreaker between the two of them. All right. So uh, for Flippo, you will start. How if do they both get it wrong? Will I? Can I win? No. If they both get it wrong, we'll have a yeah. Sure, we'll do a a, a special. All right. How do the inglorious bastards intend to assassinate Nazi leaders? By poisoning them all at the state dinner, by bombing the train they're all on, or by burning down the theater with all of them inside? Uh, burning down the theater. Correct. All right, Tim. 
What color is associated with the bride and Kill Bill? Is it silver, yellow, or red? Hashtag yellow. <laughs> is it yellow? Correct. All right, Flippo. What was, what was Tarantino's role in the production of the 1993 film True Romance? Was it executive producer, writer, or director? Can I answer? Um, <laughs> the director. It was not. He was the writer of True, uh, True Romance. So, Tim. Oh, what was this role? Oh, okay. All right, so Tim, for all the marbles, this is it. If you get it right, you win. Name. If you if you win, <laughs> what were the crooks plan? What were the crooks planning to steal in Reservoir Dogs? Was it a mysterious briefcase, a shipment of heroin, or diamonds? Well, um... or was it their lover's heart? <laughs> oh, uh, that's a good one. Or was it I'm the Elder s- Wand? <laughs> okay, okay. More options are being thrown in here. Bet you he's looking it up right now. What he better not be. I'm not, I guarantee you. I'm okay. Not. I just have never seen Reservoir Dogs, and I wish it was an easy question. What? But I'm going to say. Heroin. It is not heroin. Okay, Flippo, you, Flippo, you, well, Flippo, you can take it back. All right, this is, this is it. This is it. What were the crooks planning to steal in Reservoir Dogs? Was it a mysterious briefcase or diamonds? Or the Power Rangers Xenomorph. (laughs) What? I'm going to say it was the panties. Panty raid? The answers were diamonds or. Yes. What? Is it the okay? What were the crooks planning to steal in Reservoir Dogs? A mysterious <laughs> briefcase or diamond? The worst memories. They really do. You see the problems oh that I deal gives with. You three things and eliminates one right off the bat. Because they don't listen. The they don't listen. All right. What is it, Flippo? this entire time. What is it, Flippo? What's the answer so we can move on? Is it diamonds? That is correct, Flippo. You win Quentin Tarantino trivia. Congratulations! I because I wasn't able to steal his question. What's the What's the first thing you're going to do, Flippo? Watch Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go play Payday. Be- I bet you're playing Payday right now. That's why you didn't hear the I fucking bet question. Bet All right. I bet you're- <laughs> Bitch, I'm not. <laughs> all right, all right, moving on. So, uh, so now, all right, now we're gonna get topics going. So now we have uh, John here. He's the bourbon expert. Um, I have a lot of questions about bourbon. I know little to nothing about it, other than I drink it and I feel good. Um, John, what uh, for me, question wise, what goes into making bourbon? Pretty much, that's like my big question. Is I don't know why bourbon's a big deal. Okay. Uh, so the big thing that uh, differentiates bourbon from, say, like a scotch or an Irish whiskey, bourbon has to be, the mash has to be made from at least 51% corn to make up the mash bill, which is what uh, the ingredients are to make the actual bourbon. You can use malted barley, rye, or whatever you want, but just the ingredients have to equivalent to 51% corn. Uh, it can only be made in the United States. Why? So it is, uh, that's just a distinguishing factor. So if it's, uh, 
you know, if it's made in Canada, it's a Canadian whiskey. If it's made in Ireland, it's an Irish whiskey. If it's Scotland, it's a Scotch. So it's it's America's spirit. It's an America's native spirit. So that's that's something that has to be, you know, okay. it has to be that. And it can only be aged in brand new charred oak barrels. Uh, they can reuse See, another barrel. I don't get that point of of it all. Why does the barrel matter? Why does the barrel matter? Yeah, like everybody says, like, oh, this was aged this in in a in a red oak barrel. Like, why does that matter? Well, it's a couple of things. It gives a really good flavor profile. It's the pro. It's you know, you know, American oak is what they really had to use back in you know the early 1700s. They had a lot of it. Okay. It holds liquid the best, it absorbs it the best, and it gives it the best flavor profile. They can finish it in other types of barrels like French oak, like uh, Maker's 46. Um, the 46 comes from the level char that it took from that French oak that they throw into the barrel. Okay. So, yeah, they can finish it in all, anything that they want. They just have to you know, state that on the label in front. Okay. So the real, the real main things that make bourbon bourbon has to be 51% corn. At least has to be aged in brand new charred Oak barrels. And it can only be made here in the U S what's your favorite bourbon. Or, ooh, that, mm, see, I don't have a favorite bourbon. Um, I have a brand. See, that's, I mean, see, bourbon is so broad. I mean, I have, I don't want to, I don't ever, you know, narrow it down to just one specific bourbon. I have a specific mash bill that I like, and I have a specific flavor profile that I like. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't ever want to be like, no, I'm, if I don't have this, I'm not going to enjoy it. So I try as many different things as I possibly can. So like right now I'm drinking, uh, Blanton's single ba- single barrel. Okay. But you know, I know I'm, what mash is from from Red Dead Two online. What mash? <laughs> I know what mash is from the TV show back in the nineties. <laughs> Isn't that an acronym though? Wow. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's it mansion, apartment, uh, <laughs> shack, <laughs> <laughs> oh, playground days. Well, um, what is it about bourbon that um, that stands out to other liquors? Uh, what is it? What is it about it that makes you give a crap about it? Like, wh- why why do you prefer bourbon more than anything else? Um, well, a couple of different things. Uh, the big main one uh, is the taste. Okay, I like the way it tastes. If I don't like the way it tastes, I'm not going to drink it. Um, I've tried everything. They all just have different, you know, little flavors to them, like vodka. I don't really care for vodka because it, it has no taste, and that's the whole draw for vodka. It's a neutral spirit, so people just use that whenever they want to have you know other things added to it to make it taste better. Uh, drinking water. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, tequila. I don't. Uh, uh, there's something about agave. I just really it. Tequila has a tendency to be. Uh, on the lower quality, in my opinion, gin I think is the closest thing um, to something other than a brown liquor that I'll drink, just because of the different types of botanicals. Okay. Pretty, 
sophisticated. What, what Tequila makes also makes people is... go do fucking. Oh, here, hold on. Flip, I was gonna uh, say something. Uh, the, oh, I think why it's so close because of the juniper berries. Yes. Yeah. Uh, gin is essentially vodka that got its wish granted. So, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. That's funny. I mean, to make gin, you have to make vodka. You have to distill it at at least, you know, 190 proof. And then you can take and you can pass it through uh, vodka. uh, You can make it from pretty much anything. It just has to be distilled at 190 proof or 100% alcohol. Okay. What's your favorite? What's your favorite bourbon to drink uh, during during like a like what's your what's your drink of choice watching um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Ooh, once upon a time in Hollywood, I was—I'd probably would sit down with a nice single, um, you know, Blanton single barrel, okay. just because it's got that sophistication to it. It takes you back to that, you know, nineteen. Takes you back to that time you know, that you weren't alive. Yeah, it takes you back in that time when I wasn't alive. But you know, it just—it <laughs> has that that feel to it. Plus, you know, it's—they're doing that. Um, what's that show? Bounty Law. I've never heard of that. Dog the Bounty Hunter. No, no, Bounty. That's in with the, the show the that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's on in the Bounty? movie. Oh, okay. In the Bounty Law. <laughs> yeah, okay. Did, did okay. They make a spinoff. Yeah, somebody oh said God. that they were doing a spinoff of that. Show. Yeah. We. What were you saying, Flippo? About like, there's a spinoff for Once Upon a Time. Yeah, Tarantino's going to direct a spinoff TV series based mm-hmm. on the show within the movie. Oh, okay. That's cool. Huh. Yeah, that potentially could be corny and awesome. That'd be, that'd I have not cool. seen. I have not seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So oh my no spoilers, god! Please, it's no spoilers, really good. Please, god, so good. I'll, I'll get to it one day. So all this show does is spoilers. Come on. Yeah, I, I've, I, I haven't seen it either. But um, what I've heard about it is that, like, um, like the, one of the big selling points of it about it, I guess, whenever it first came out, was it was supposed to cover the Sharon Tate murders, um, but it really uh, kind of. It graced over it a little bit, but like I don't, it, I don't it, have a problem with that. It's fine. No, I think it was uh, just supposed to be a storyline that was going to be centered around that. Like it was around the time of those murders. Okay. Right. Like it, it wasn't supposed to be, you know, covering Sharon Tate. Reed. It was just, Sharon she Tate was kind of like a oh, thing around. Reed. Reed. Yeah, Reed. Reed. Sharon Tate was an actress uh, who was murdered by the Manson family. Yes. I knew that. Wait. Uh, my wife listened to a murder podcast about that. I know kind of about it. That's it. That's all I got. All right, so I know you. an association. So, see, I did know. All right. Wonderful. Charles Manson was a bad, hey, bad man. So, hey, bad man. <laughs> Before we get super far into, like, the Tarantino, uh, can we just go around real quick? Because I'm not a bourbon drinker. Oh, yeah. So, what we'll do we get so, there, baby. <laughs> so, what does is, what is everyone here actually, like, when you're just like chilling on your couch in your underwear, hands in your pants, what are you drinking? What's your liquor choice? My favorite I... bourbon is Bullet Bourbon. Um, Does it have to be uh, bourbon? Doesn't have to be bourbon. Liquor in general. Usually it's What's just beer. Usually it's just beer. Um, it's I, I I like an easy drink. Like as much like I like bourbon. I like the hard liquors and everything. But like I mean, it's the burn. It's like I gotta have it with a mixer. So like a lot of people are like, no, you're ruining it. And all okay, that stuff. Okay, so what about what about for a special occasion? What do you want with your mixer? Um, I'm a big. I like Moscow Mules. I like mules. Mules are good drinks. Then try a Tennessee mule next time. Um, Yeah, a Tennessee mule is like with uh, whiskey or bourbon, or an Irish mule is with whiskey. Um, 
Uh, yeah, Irish yeah, the, whiskey. Yeah, those are good, like with the Jameson or anything. But those, like those, are really like I, I. That, that's probably my favorite drink. Is probably a, a mules. Ah, oh, nice. Okay. I am a rum and coke guy. Uh, Classic. I always go with the uh, Cat Morgan hundred proof coke, and just just <laughs> mellow out, man. Just watching a movie or a TV show. Just. I'm a I'm a rum guy as well, but I feel like rum goes. To me, rum can go with a lot. One of my favorite drinks that I had mixed was a a rum and orange soda. Tasted Ew. like a goddamn creamsicle. And it was delicious. All right. But I but I also when I mix drinks, I do heavy heavier on the liquor than the mixer. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, not everybody does. In, in fact, most well, I do the same as Reed, but most of the people that I meet aren't that way. They're like, "Oh God, that's all alcohol." Well, it's like, yeah, that's the point, that's, bro. Yeah. Well, I feel like we drink to get drunk. That's the purpose. Like, we don't drink to like, ooh, this has an oaky finish. It's like, hey, let's get fucked up. Yeah, See, that, like, yeah oh, that's I, where this in my mouth. That's where I'm no. gonna separate myself from you guys. <laughs> yeah, you like I, the, you like the class. Yeah. I don't. Well, get I drunk. have I don't get two, drunk, four, six. I have oh. eight whiskeys just sitting in front of me right now. Oh, okay, what are they? Um, one of them is. Well, I got I got one of every different kind. So, I have you know, Greg. I have Amanda's parents. Oh, uh, Shire, Shire Distillery, yeah, Shire Shine. So yeah. So this, it's yeah, it's called Shire Whiskey or Shire Distilling. But uh, the one that's right here is a clear whiskey, so it means it's it hasn't touched a barrel. Oh. And you yeah, you can so. use you can use Shire because. Uh, uh, Tolkien didn't copyright the name, isn't that right? That's yeah, that's true. They were initially going to go towards like the the Hobbit, you know, area, but then they kind of they kind of lucked out and realized that Shire is actually a breed of horse, uh, similar to the Clydesdale that was used during Prohibition area to transport whiskey and uh, you know other types of alcohol across state lines. Yeah, so it just worked so, out uh, in both different ways. Like you got yeah, the, you got a nerdy aspect and like an actual historical yeah. reason. Well, that's cool. Yeah, what so else? They, do you... they lucked out because they didn't have to, you know, fight Tolkien for the rights to use Shire. Well, how? also yeah. you know, their location is in Brookshire, Texas. So yeah. Oh, and we little... recently lost uh, uh, Tolkien's son. Uh, recently, I think I saw that on Facebook oh. as well. Um, so yeah, well, it all comes. It I'll, all comes I'll together. I'll drink some Shire for him. Yeah, there drink some Shire. Um, Pour well, one out for your homies. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, uh, what else the, do you have? The the Shine. I've got the Blanton Single Barrel, which is a you know proper bourbon. Then I have Jack Daniel's Single Barrel, um, which is a Tennessee whiskey, which means that it's made the same way that bourbon is made. It's just filtered through charcoal. And what Jack Daniel's does. Um, their bourbon barrels, once they're done with them, because they can only use them one time, they burn the barrels, and then they pass the whiskey through their burnt chips from their barrels. That seems like so much just to get a drink. It, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, you, you're getting a quality drink. I don't know. Yeah, but the single barrel... I drink Miller Lite. Proof. Miller Lite? Uh. So oh, I mean, it, it doesn't really matter what I drink. Fucking yeah. bitch! Whoa, Greg! Yeah, yeah. take your top, top hat off, dude. <laughs> Have you guys ever wandered through like Total Wine and seen like like down the aisles, and you just look at these like fancy ass bottles, and you're like, 
Why? I wonder if that's good. Uh, I just think why. Because I feel like it's gaudy, <laughs> and so they do they like make it look super fancy, but it's gonna it's taste gimmicky. like shit. Yeah, yeah, there you go. They're selling they're way. selling you a bottle. They're not selling you a product. Yeah, that makes a bottle. Sense. Well, a bottle is a product, right? Well, I mean, you're not you're not yourself. buying the product that's inside of it. Yeah, you're buying the packaging, not the actual thing inside. Yeah, and a lot of like whiskey and bourbon like aficionados, they'll take those bottles and they'll create something called an infinity bottle, just to make it their bottle that they you know make themselves. It's essentially blending your own whiskey. So they take like portions of their own stock that they have, like their own collection, and they blend it in that bottle, and then they make their own blend. Ah. Does so everyone a lot, here a get, lot the dads? get the dads? Get the dads. The dads. The dads. What about the dads? them? Oh. Does everyone here get them? Do we get dads? I've dads never heard of that. You've never heard of day after he drinking shits? No. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, John just had a realization. <laughs> uh, I've never like, heard of when that. You drink super heavy, and you're just like, oh man. See, I don't get hungover, but I'll get the, I'll get some dads, man. You need to get that shit checked out. I, I think that only ever happens when you. Okay, drink, let's like, be fair. I have one stuff. kidney. I don't I don't get to process everything the way you guys do. All right. Well, with that note, that? and with that, you have to fight Devin, punch him in the kidneys. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> let's move on into Which some one? Quentin Tarantino I'll movies. I'll never tell. All right. <laughs> All right. So, um, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, whenever I think about him, I do think like classy, like bar scene where you're drinking whiskey, bourbon, like Pulp Fiction where they're talking to Marcellus. Uh, you see the tattoo and everything, uh, like not the tattoo, but that little band aid that he's got on. But yeah. for me, um, I don't know. This is probably an unpopular opinion, but my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie, writing wise, is Dusk Till Dawn. Okay, I can huh. see. Yeah, yeah. The, I yeah, would the say it's my favorite, but it's it's yeah. it's it's very good. It's very it's, well written. It's it's uh, the reason why I like it. It's it's fun. It's like it's a little bit different. Yeah. It's dark and scary, but it never loses that really weird kind of like um, old grindhouse kind of like. Like it's just kind of like uh, it's just like it's it's a ridiculous concept. It's like a snake on the pl- snakes on the plane kind of idea. That it's just kind of like oh yeah, this is awesome. Um, Quinn Tarantino's in it. George Clooney's in it. Um, phenomenal. Um, Selma Hayek. Yeah, Selma Hayek's in it. Uh, yeah, Cheech well, Martin. It was, it was one of his very first ones that he actually started, right? Right, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I was like right after ER. Yeah, um, but that's one of my favorite ones. Um, what are y'all's favorite uh, Tarantino I, movies? I either didn't realize that Inglorious Bastards was a Tarantino film or I forgot. But that's not my favorite. I really. How did you forget? I did, how do you forget that? I I've only seen it once, and it was a very long time ago. Okay. So when you asked that in the question, I was like, huh, "That was him. That was him." <laughs> um, I was surprised. I knew the answer QT. to it. What? I knew the answer to I, it, but I I, I wasn't that's sure. His best like writing work. I think that's the best movie he's ever written. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Written, I think it's Inglorious Bastards. Uh, for directing, Hateful Eight. Yeah, Hateful Eight was very well. Uh, yeah, it yeah, was a, it, was it was a beautifully good. shot I movie. Heard that was. I yeah. heard that was. Not, I heard it wasn't good though. I didn't like it. 
it, well, it was his weakest. Watch it and then form your own opinion. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it uh, was it was a, it was one of his weakest, in my opinion. That it 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 was super fun, awesome. I loved seeing like I loved doing like him doing a western that seems really cool and awesome. But the story wise, it all taking place in the cabin. It was too close niche, and a lot of people were expecting like a gunslinger movie, but they got a talking yeah. uh, like it's a, based a on story. Yeah, yeah, a real conversation, <laughs> a conversation kind of movie, and I feel like a lot of people were misled by that. Uh, yeah, like, that was a, that was a very yeah. dialogue driven movie. The most, like, uh, the most exciting thing that happened on that set was when uh, uh, Kurt Russell broke that guitar. Oh yeah, that was that's what, actually a really cool story. What is that? I haven't heard of that. The uh, the guitar that um, that woman is playing, uh, Kurt Russell in the script. It you know it didn't call for him to like destroy the guitar. He was just kind of feeling it in the moment. Yeah, and he destroyed it, not realizing. And he realized after the fact that they told him that it was actually a priceless. Uh, was it a Gibson or a Taylor guitar? Like it was uh, worth, oh like, shit! And like he just yeah, he just it was, broke it. It was worth like fifty. Uh, like it was like a hundred thousand dollar guitar or something like that. Oh shit! It's fucking okay. Kurt Russell. He could yeah, blow his I, nose at that. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it, like in a movie. I'm sure they're that's gonna He's be sat okay. on Walt Disney's lap. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> Oh no, yeah, um, I agree with John's opinion on the the Inglorious Bastards. I liked right there. I liked uh, Django. Django is good. I appreciate Django Django a lot. It's a it's the most accurate. It's one of the most accurate slave depiction movies of all time. Like most of the time, like. Well, well, I mean, well, that's why I said one of them. Like it's like it's just it, it didn't like try to like church it up or anything like it was like the opening of the movie like they're shirtless in the snow no shoes being chain ganged all through like yeah just, like it was just like you knew instantly you're like oh okay this is going to be different i'm excited really about this is going to be for it. yeah it's going to be a hard like it's going to be a hard movie for different did that come out before or after he did um amazing spider-man is electro because i feel like um like jamie fox or because I watched it and I was like, I was like, man, Jamie Foxx nailing it. I think, but then I watched, I think it came I, out after. Yeah. After? Yeah, I think it came out okay. after. Casey! I, I couldn't remember how it went because I was like, either, I was like, hmm, I got this it. is weird. <laughs> oh, this is really good. He's hmm. doing a really good job. Or, But I can't remember if I swapped those ideas, those thoughts. Okay. I think he did a good job in Django and Less Amazing of a good Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Not so interesting. But I don't think that was his fault. Mm. Well, yeah. They made that character just weird. What about you, Tim? Do you have a Tarantino? Uh, when I think of Tarantino, I like to think of uh, the scene in Pulp Fiction where uh, the girl, the mob boss's wife or whatever, is throwing up, and then the one guy has to stab her heart. Oh, um, you know, Emma, Emma. The, the adrenaline the shot? Yeah. Yeah. Um... And so, my favorite uh, Tarantino movie is I Don't Know, because I don't know any. You don't like the Royale with cheese? Oh, actually, Inglorious Bastards. I didn't know that was a Tarantino film until Jasmine this week told me it was. And she says her favorite. Shout out, Jasmine. um, I honestly don't remember what she said. But she told me to watch Hate Police. (laughs) 
Okay. Well, good shout out, Tim to Jasmine. Uh, thank you for your comment of we don't know. Us, so I didn't watch it. Okay. She had an opinion. Yeah, it had been April 8th. We let her, everyone know that she had an opinion, but we're not going to tell you what it is. Yeah, Just we're not going to board for opinions. All right. Uh, yeah. As far Secret. as Jamie, Jamie Foxx goes, Django, no, was a year, Django was a year before Amazing Spider-Man. Got it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, it was, I was the only one right. Uh, okay. We'll just rub it in our face, Reed. Um. Drowning in a hot tub. <laughs> Damn. Um. <laughs> since we're talking about two different ones, like writing and directing wise, direction. I think the Kill Bill uh, one and two are beautifully shot. Like. Okay. Oh, wait. Which I, which one I is the one? Go ahead. Which one is the one where she goes to the woman's house when her and her kids are there? Two. Probably the second one. Is it the second one? Yeah, yeah volume two. Cause I, okay, because I watched them when I used to work as a carpenter at a theater, and we spent a day, and we just were, like, cleaning lamps, and we were watching the movies, but we watched, like, two of them back-to-back. -back. I couldn't remember which one. You were a carpenter at a theater? Awesome. Yeah, Add boy. On, oh, okay, no, I'm thinking of, like, a movie theater. I, was, I didn't think that those were, like, required. <laughs> <Nope>. Different theater. <laughs> uh, okay, that, that then makes a little bit more sense. But yeah. I watched Kill Bill when I was, like, eight or nine. And I remember thinking, like, all of that stuff was real. And I was like, what it the is hell? Real. All these people God, are really dying. Like, yeah, like, or not just, not that. I knew it was, like, fake, but I thought, like, all the things they were doing were possible. She said. just killed 88 men. Yeah, and I was like, how are there still people alive in this world if there are people like her going around killing everyone? That lady just snatched that lady's eye right out of her face. Yeah. But the she kill that, like, heart punch or whatever that makes yeah. the dude die in eight steps five or whatever. Finger. Yeah, the five-finger oh, death punch. The scene where she's trying to escape from being buried alive. Oh, yeah. And she's just bloody knuckling that coffin, and then she finally gets her way out. Yeah, just the combination oh, just the combination of Uma Thurman's performance, um, everybody in it is just great. And it's just, it, I say it's just a beautifully shot movie because I, he really kind of like delved into the older kind of like old like uh, Shogun Assassin samurai movies kind of. Yeah. So like they were quick jump cuts, a lot of blood spraying. It was just it was just a ma it was just a really as gory as it was. I'm gonna say this word. It was a very beautiful movie. Like it just it just it, it just looked really nice. <laughs> like it just looked nice like the fucking uh, like the the animated section with a uh, lucy Liu's character um it just it was just it was such an interesting movie and so i think direction wise i'll say that's tarantino's best okay hannibal we get it you love blood <laughs> i do it I, as much as i say it sex and blood sells movies and i'm interested <laughs> all right let's see yeah, here. Like guess Greg off. um a cup um, yeah I know mom has not seen any. Oh yeah, if y'all don't know, me and Greg are related. But yeah, we're like, brothers. We're brothers. We're, we've yeah. known each other. Yeah. We've known each other yeah. most of our lives. Yeah, I've known Greg since the nineties. Yeah, but <laughs> sorry. Yeah, but uh, this is just a little fun a little for you. trivia fact that I found out that uh, like Quinn Tarantino actually wouldn't have made Reservoir Dogs if it wasn't for the Golden Girls. Oh, yes! I heard about this. I haven't. Yeah. What is it? He was he had a small cameo in uh, the Rose... No, Rose. Who was the... Who was the mom? Um, Sophia. Sophia. Sophia, yeah. 
he had a small cameo in Sophia's wedding. He was uh, an Elvis impersonator. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he just, so he just, just uh, hamming it up. He was yeah, just on Jimmy so Fallon talk about this. Yeah, so the money that he got from, like, you know, doing the actual show and then getting residuals from it, that's what the money that he would use as the initial seed money to actually make Reservoir Dogs. So oh, that's cool. We, Quentin Tarantino, like, the whole world owes, you know, the Golden Girls <laughs> for giving us Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, thank you all so much. I love it. And uh, he also says that he didn't really have to act because that's how he dressed. At yeah. this time in his life, as Elvis, as pretty much he had the he said he had the pompadour, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. Wow! I but not, that. but not like the jumpsuit Elvis, like like classic uh, Elvis. Oh yeah, no, he was he like he was I want rocks. heart attack Elvis. I want jumpsuit <laughs> heart attack Elvis. Oh, speaking of which, I went to so just speaking of Elvis, very quickly, <laughs> I went to California. Edit, edit this part out. I went to uh, California, um, and there's a place in. Like near, kind of near where my dad lives, that does an Elvis burger, and it's like uh, onion or no bananas, peanut butter, bacon, and all this stuff. And it is, I'm told it's good, but I'm not a peanut butter guy. It's very like when you give a dog peanut butter and their tongue sticks to their mouth. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it was very much that way. But I just wanted to share. Thank you for sharing. I just want to share that Devin has given away. <laughs> Devin's given away the location of two of his family members so we far. Can, we can find them I'm all. I'm not sure he wants us to kill them. <laughs> I'm about 95% uh, sure. Oh, uh, I just I don't oh, even remember um, where it is. Devin's grandma, I'm sorry. Devin wants us. I'm going through. I'm going through Quentin Tarantino's uh, filmography right now, and I've came, I've come across a couple of interesting ones. Um, one of them is from The Muppets Wizard of Oz, where he plays himself. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. I don't remember that at all. It's, John knows it's very... Am I the only one that did research? I did research. I'm, I'm just also just perusing some stuff and finding new things. I'm going to say yes. You know, you're technically well, hosting this episode. I'm not going to do trivia? a bunch of research if I intentionally don't watch Tarantino movies. Well, you've had like a week to watch something. Yeah, I don't want to watch any. That's the thing. Uh, then, uh, then why are you here? <laughs> All right. Anyways, I'm here to complain, Greg. I came to complain. Uh, I like re- uh, Reservoir Dogs. Fun fact about Reservoir Dogs. Um, um, I'm probably going to say his name wrong. Michael Richardson. Is That's that his a, name, yeah. Yeah, Michael Richardson. He's apparently a, human, a humanitarian. And in the torture scene in Reservoir Dogs, that apparently made him really uncomfortable. And he had to, like, keep stopping keep stopping because the guy kept saying, like, please, I have a family and all that stuff. And he's like, all right, I can't do this. <laughs> he's, he's like, <laughs> uh, that, that scene was impro- improvised, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He was dancing all the – he was doing all the dances and everything. And, um, and yeah, like, it was just really interesting. Thank Here's my complaint, and it's just about Tarantino movies in general. Okay. I think that, to me personally, they're too heavy for what I want to watch. You know what I mean? I don't want to spend two hours watching just watching someone like run and murder people. Well, like, not... that's great and all, but like, give me someone in a mask and a cape. Yeah, not a lot of the, not, you know not though. Yeah, Indiana Jones. Some of them are violent, yes, but as far as like. 
Well, like, that's all that those... The ones that are violent, usually that's all that they have going for them, is that they're super violent. I feel like his... No, no, not necessarily. Go on ahead, John. No, 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 I want to hear, um... What's I don't your... know who the hell that was. But... I think it was Devin. <laughs> oh, that was just my opinion. That's all. Oh, okay. Let's go ahead. I have a complaint about bourbon. <laughs> whenever, whenever I drink bourbon, get I get fire belly, and every time I try and blow fire, it just comes out of burp. Why can't I just blow fire? You're you not drinking you high How enough proof. How much did you have to drink? Ah, oh, it's the proof. So high, yeah. high, how, how high a proof do I need to get to blow fire? Anything above 150 proof is flammable. If you blow into that fire right there, it'll be like you're blowing fire. Are there bourbons made 150 proof? Yeah. Oh, shit. I can blow yeah. fire. But, You'll send uh, your mustache in your face. <laughs> yeah, but they don't, they don't necessarily put them into a bourbon barrel. Those are called shine. But, you know, a lot of places are, like, going to proof them down. You're really – you're not buying those to sit and sip. You're buying them – to literally set them on fire. I those are more, those are more like theatricality. Okay. Well, I want to enjoy, and then when I burp, fire comes out. I think <laughs> you need a fire to do that with first. All right. Yeah, well, so, um, so drink it and be like, there's three different there's three different ways that you should try a bourbon whenever you're initially you know trying one for the first time. You need to try it by itself. You know, see if you like it that way, and if you don't like it that way, add a couple of dashes of water, and that'll open it up a little bit and push the oils off to the side, and it'll bring that uh, less coat your mouth feel and that little bit less of a burn. And then throw a little pe- little ice cube in there. Those are the three ways you need to try so, it. You'll. I want to point this out that as soon as you started that long speech, he took off his headset and walked away. <laughs> oh, what a dick! <laughs> All right, he's gonna be breathing fire forever. All it's okay. Right. He'll hear it on he'll hear it on Sunday. It's great. Well, with that being said, uh, we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, Tim, uh, why don't you preview what uh, next week is going to be? So uh, we're going to start off with you know the general dumb questions that people do. Um, wow. But if you want to join in with us, uh, I am recommending three anime that they watch the first episodes of. First one is Cells at Work. The second one is Akame ga Kyo. Both of those what? are on. Netflix, and then the third one is How that do you time even I was incarnated. A K M E. No, sorry. A K A M E space G A space K I L L. And then the last one is that time I was reincarnated as a slime. And that's uh, the name just watch the first. Yup. Wait, that's the name of the anime. The time I was reincarnated as a slime. Yeah, that's the third one. What the hell is Did that it, like, on? Abbreviated in any way? Um, I believe it's on Hulu. If it's not on Hulu, you don't have to worry about it. But <laughs> if Netflix know. didn't even want it, well, if you're gonna quiz oh, us, on. Hulu has, has a know. much larger selection of anime than I mean, Hulu. All right. Crunchyroll does too. I mean, Hulu has more than Netflix. All right. Oh, yeah. So and yeah, it's not Crunchyroll have uh commercials so next week we got some anime coming for you so uh stay tuned uh john thank you again for uh describing bourbon to us and talking tarantino with us <laughs> you're, and, you're um, welcome i love you i love Wait, you too bro. Sure. i'll see you for thanksgiving oh. i'll see you for thanksgiving and christmas next and time, valentine's sure day no and every holiday
background. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah, tell you tell <laughs> tell your wife to quit it. Tell that person who loves and make you sure, that you don't oh, every day. To sweetheart. Stop. All right. Greg says he loves you. I do love Amanda. She's very nice. And, All right. And she make sure to check Greg, out our Facebook and it, oh, you sons of bitches. Yeah, check our She said you can eat all of the dicks. <laughs> check our Facebook, our Instagram, Caped Complainers, uh give us a that like, a follow. Job. Um we post stuff occasionally. There're memes, there's jokes, there's other stuff happening in the How comics. How long have we been talking? We've been talking a long time, but Too mainly long. it's been a lot of this will probably get cut out because y'all are impossible to deal with. Uh, thank you all for joining us. We will see y'all next week. And <laughs> all right. Well, next time I'm going to tell you not to drink as much. All right. Bye bye, everybody. Say bye bye. 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 bye.